Well, I think even just telling them the tr the origin of who this Saint Nicholas was, this, this bishop who That's cool. stumbled across a ton of money, I believe, right? And was like, how can I bless people with it? Like teaching them, what, what can you learn from that story? Who are the people in need in our own community? And that's not the magical piece, but a very practical piece of looking beyond yourself and looking past you receiving gifts on Christmas. It's like, how can we have, take what we have and bless others with it? Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. Thanks for hanging out with us. She's Mikkel. I'm Brad. How do you like my flowing locks here? It looks great on you. I, I can feel like I, remember when you graduate and then you move it from one side <laughs> to the other? I like that. I get to do that. This thing is kind of, it's a little bit heavy. Well, Thanksgiving is over. Halloween is over. What's Labor Day is over. Christmas is on its way. On its way. Are you excited? I love Christmas, yeah. You don't love Christmas that much. You put up a fake tree. Because it's the perfect height for our living room. There's rules about that. That probably is true. Mm-hmm. Oh. I wanted to do the real tree thing, but then, yeah, when we moved into this house, it just didn't make sense. Here's a behind the scenes for our viewers. I never started the clock. <laughs> it's started now. We can begin. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine, fake tree. Do you decorate like crazy? You decorate like crazy. I like decorating. You do? I do. Yeah. And the kids love it. They Every year they beg us to do it earlier and earlier. Oh, really? When you take yours down. Like, yeah, we do it plenty earlier. December 25th. I've taken the tree down on Christmas Day before. So when do you put it up? Like the day before? <laughs> <laughs> no. First of all, we get a real tree. We go out in the forest and cut it down ourselves. Yourself with... And, and by forest, I mean one of those places where they specifically yes. raise Christmas trees for you to go and cut down. And do they give you, do they provide you with your an axe or do you have to bring all that? No, they give you a saw. Yeah, and you have to haul it out. You have to go out and feel the little wagon and you haul it all back How in. How long does it's, the whole sawing It's fun. Yes. My kids ride in the wagon and I pull them along, which was cool when they were five and it's not that much fun. Now they're in middle school, but <laughs> a little heavy. It takes a few minutes to cut the thing down. All right. It's like, it's real like. I don't know. I think that that it's would be a fun. fun tradition. It's fun. All right. So it's Christmas, and we had a Real Talk conversation a few weeks ago. Was that me and Joe? Mm-hmm. Okay. Joe and I talked about um, Halloween mm -hmm. and how we celebrate it. Now we're going to talk about how we celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. And specifically? Elf on the Shelf? Yeah. Santa Claus? Santa Claus. All of the above? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So all just the weird traditions that we've thrown in in the modern era. They're fun, but some people actually think they're kind of harmless, right? I mean, Not harmful. harmless, yeah. 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 Some people are I really... I would say there's a little controversy over in yeah. the church yeah. about should we celebrate Santa? Right. I hope we should celebrate Christmas. Christmas, yes. <laughs> Although, there's no celebration of Christmas in the Bible. Oh, yeah. Some people actually say we shouldn't because like the apostles don't celebrate Christmas. They celebrate... The Lord's death, they, yeah. uh, they, right? Yeah, yeah. Communion. But nobody That's celebrates really Christmas. really Christmas I've wasn't celebrated for like before. a few hundred years after Christ's birth. And who started it? I can't remember. Some emperor of something somewhere. I'm sure some one of our viewers will give us a history lesson in the comments. We're waiting. <laughs> okay. So lots of tradition around Christmas. And it's easy to knock tradition, but tradition is fun and it's good. Mm -hmm. And... The family stuff or the, I don't know, the stuff we do with our kids or we did as kids. It's fun. And I should say, not everyone's Christmas is 
sort of a hallmark postcard Christmas, right? Sure. And so it's like, please don't hear me being insensitive. Lots of people, in fact, don't like Christmas. They want it to be done because it's a it's a hard time. It's hard, yeah. But even for those that are, have a hard time around Christmas, a lot of us grew up with some level of tradition around mm-hmm. Christmas, right? Again, Santa. And we would go to, oh, we would go when I was a kid, we'd go to the, the mall and Santa would come in, the fire truck would bring Santa to the mall. Oh yeah, he, he still comes to our neighborhood. Oh, mine too. Tosses out candy. Mine too. That's fun. So yeah, I feel like even in schools, like just being a student in school, I can barely you're sweating hear you. to death. I, I can barely hear you. <laughs> you celebrated Christmas. Sure. I feel like less and less now. But yeah, I would say the average adult has some traditions, whether it was at home or as a school. Yeah. So you grew up pastor's kid. Mm-hmm. Was Santa part of the mix? You know, I was trying to think of that. I was like thinking I should actually call my parents because it, he must have been a huge presence because I honestly couldn't remember. There was like little Santa decorations around. I remember having those little Santa foot mugs that had they would fill with M and M's. So I think that they do, they weren't like hardcore Santa haters, but I don't. At the same time, I don't think they were like Santa's coming. You better go to bed type of thing. Okay. Which I would say is very similar to what we did with our kids. It was kind of like, uh, everyone's doing it. I feel like I'm spoiling them of some fun if we don't talk this up. But I'll be completely honest. I didn't like the idea of Santa getting the like attention, the credit for all of for the, the hard work that we did. Yeah. You know what? Because when I was a kid, Santa brought us our biggest gift. Okay. And the rest were from your parents. And the rest was from my parents, okay. right? And my sister, one of my sisters was like, when she was first married, had kids, was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Why is Santa getting the credit for yes, the good stuff? And exactly. I was like, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. So we did it the the stockings, what was in their stockings, oh. which we put at the foot of their bed they wake up to. Okay. That was from Santa. The rest. Oh, so you credit, really. credit is due, people. So you latched onto the idea that it's okay, kids, you're fine. A creepy man just came into your room at night <laughs> yes. and left something at the foot we of your bed. A creepy story watched even you sleeping. <laughs> yeah, great. Okay, cool. I mean, it is interesting to think of Santa and what we do with that with our kids. And there's this whole, we'll go here um, in a minute, like this whole, like we maybe make it too much about that, right? Mm -hmm. But I've sort of wrestled with my kids. My kids are getting a little bit older, but as they, when they were younger and they're starting to ask questions, it's like, what's the balance of, do I lie to them? But I don't want to ruin their innocence, and yeah. they have fun with this. And so yeah. I don't want to be the guy – I don't want to be the Grinch who's, like, just destroying all their fun little dreams, yeah. right? Like, Yeah, and I think that that whole premise of, yes, is it wrong for Christians to celebrate Santa or tell stories about him? I feel like, do you do the tooth fairy? Like, to me, like, a lot of those little pretend things are just part of being children. Is sure. that you – you do lots of yeah. make-believe It's the fairy tale things. stuff, yeah. But I hear you on that. I think I struggled with the part where my son figured it out on the early, a little bit on the earlier side. And when he came to me and was like, Mom, I think Santa might not be real. And I was like, what do you think? And he had some pretty valid reasons. <laughs> I did struggle in that moment to be like, do I keep this alive or not? Because if I don't in this moment and I choose to not tell him the truth, like— I don't want him years later to come back and be like, so you just flat out lied. When right. I came to you at age five and said this, this, and this, 
you chose a lie in that moment. Right. So I think for me, I was like, okay, he's figured it out. Like, I want to applaud him putting all the little clues together. Because it did. At that point, it felt like, okay, it's turning from make-believe fun story to I'm perpetuating a lie. Right. That's not to – I mean, I know a lot of parents are like, I want to keep the dream alive. Like, totally. I Because like, they don't want to ruin the innocence. innocence. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. no judgment there. But for me in that moment, I felt convicted to be like, yep. great. You figured it out. Don't ruin it for all the other kids you're going to school with. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, I think I found ways as my kids were starting to figure some of these things out, I found ways to sort of like not lie, but just kind of ask questions back to them. Like, well, what if? Do you think? You know, and like yeah. kind of get it, kind of keep the yeah. mystery going yeah, without keep lying. Yeah, brains percolating yeah. on that. Yeah. That's good. I mean, one of the interesting things is actually Santa Claus was sort of originated based on a real person who was a good dude. Right. Loved Jesus. Who, yes, by the way, loved Jesus mm-hmm. and wanted to celebrate Jesus by being generous with people. Right. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Santa's maybe not all that all bad. bad. Yeah. So, yeah, and I feel like it makes it different from Halloween in that sense, where yeah. the people who struggle oh. to celebrate Halloween, like the origin of that is very different from the origin of the story of St. Sure. Nicholas. So, okay, so... If we don't sort of embrace some of the cultural Santa stuff, that, that, there's something magical about that. Because I'm just thinking about our kids, mm-hmm. and as they as they grow out of some of this stuff, it loses some of its sort of, I don't know, yeah, magical kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But actually, Christmas is really full of... Pretty magical. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Kind of wonder and splendor, right? Yeah. So how can you capture that? Yeah. Yeah, I get a Can you capture it without the whole Santa element? And how do we do it in a way that's I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be overly churchy, overly Christian here, but it's like I know for our family with with again with three kids, like we're trying to slow down every Christmas and go, how do we have fun, give each other great gifts? We love giving each other presents. Like we're not gonna write all that off and say, oh, we're not doing that. We, we have a big Christmas tree. We love decorating our house and still focus on mm-hmm. Jesus. Like we're fighting for ways to still do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think even just telling them the tr- the origin of who this St. Nicholas was, this, this bishop who That's cool. stumbled across a ton of money, I believe, right? And it's like, how can I bless people with it? Like teaching them, what, what can you learn from that story? Who are the people in need in our own community and— that's not the magical piece, but the very practical piece of looking beyond yourself and looking past you receiving gifts on Christmas. It's like, how can we have take what we have and bless others with it? Like, who's who's in need in our community? And I feel like that's such a great lesson for them to learn at a super young age. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I think finding there's no right or necessarily specific kind of formulaic way to do this, right? It's like I know uh, some really good friends of ours that they go and they go and serve uh, food to families in need on Christmas Day as yeah. a family, and they've been doing it for like years. Mm-hmm. That works for them. That might not work for other families, but it's like them. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. So for every family, for every individual, it's like finding some way. There's something about the holiday season that that brings something out in us that we want to be generous because God is generous with us by giving us His Son. Right. We want that to flow out of us. It's funny how even for non-Christians. That seems to be yeah, the thematic part of the season. Yeah, something about Christmas, yes. Yeah, so you'll have people being 
great philanthropists around Christmas and things like that and wanting to engage in their community. There's a desire that's in us. We witnessed from God what generosity is and we want to be that way. So for every individual, sort of finding your space to do that. Mm-hmm. I had a neighbor who she had her children, they'd unwrap all of their presents and then they had to choose one that they would then donate to. That's awful. I, know, and I was like, that's... I hear the heart in that and I feel for that <laughs> Pick your least favorite gift, Timmy, and give that piece of crap to some kid who doesn't have anything else. What? Sorry. And yet you hear like, there, no, like just good. going back to what you're saying, like there is something about Christmas. I think the average person, whether their Christmas is Christ-centered or not, that there's something about Christmas that makes people want to be ge- generous, that they know that there's something outside of them that they should be giving towards. Yeah. I would say another thing that I struggle with the whole Santa part is this is, again, this is a nice, pure story in and of itself, but people use Santa as this way to manipulate their kids to obey. Like, what do you mean? Oh, you better obey. You better oh. be, get good grades. You better clean up your toys or Santa's not going to give you Because Santa's present. watching. Yeah, Santa's watching. Again, this a little bit of a creepy. creepy. Yeah. But I feel like... That doesn't that contradicts the story of Santa. I'm like pointing to this, like this is. <laughs> but not only does it contradict the story of Saint Nicholas, but it contradicts the story of the Bible. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. Do we really want to be instilling in our children that like we can earn gifts or God's grace or forgiveness or love? Like I just feel like that yeah. part feels icky. Okay, I'm good with that. So where do we land? Like, celebrate Christmas, have fun, embrace the tradition in in a way that's like just receive it, make it part of of what you do. And we're not worshiping Santa, and we can have fun with it. But don't are we not lying to our kids anymore? Is that the deal? I mean, I stopped. Your kids are a little older than mine. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I think that there's ways that you can tie in both. But at the end of the day, I would hope that we're all driving the focus around Jesus. Like, yeah. it's, it's fun. It's fun to have Right, right. We don't have to It's fun to make reindeer food for the reindeer in your driveway. Like, those are cute and fun things. But at the end of the day, would your kids be able to say, what is Christmas really about? Do they know it's about Jesus? Right. And that there's these little fun things that surround it, too? I right. feel like you can have a little of both. Good. I hate uh, my kids leave out milk and cookies for Santa, which I'm all for. I eat those. Did you eat them? But they leave out carrots for the reindeer. I'm not eating You're carrots. Not eat those. It's terrible. Do your dogs like them? I feel like some dogs oh, like carrots. I could try that. See if my dogs will eat them. Here you go. So Christmas, have fun with it. Embrace the tradition. Don't lie to your kids. And find ways to make it about Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Are you one of those elf on the shelf moms? Uh, I, tr- I gave it a year, and uh, I was really bad at it. And then... This is actually, we didn't read the rule book, so my boys were at someone else's house and picked up their elf on the shelf, and there were tears. Apparently, you're not supposed to touch the elf ever. PSA, don't touch the elf. Don't touch the elf. See you next time.